Hello, and welcome to Feeling Good with Gwen. I'm your host, Gwen Johnson. I'm a certified functional medicine health and life coach with a passion for deconstructing women's health, habits, and happiness. Each week, we'll explore ways to optimize our life with actionable tips and tricks to increase energy, gain more confidence and clarity, and break away from limiting beliefs in order to tap into our most powerful potential. With topics ranging from joy, purpose, lifestyle medicine, to mindset and creativity, this is an inclusive and sometimes uncomfortable conversation about life and how to show up for it. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now let's get after it. On today's episode, we're going to be shining some light on the confusion around self-care or the ideas around self-care in general. I think a lot of times when we think about self-care, we inevitably think of things like spa trips and fancy oat milk lattes and all the things. And these things are really great. I love these things, but they don't necessarily equal self-care. I think in a lot of ways we forget that self-care is actually just taking care of ourselves. So really taking care of ourselves. Our body, our mind, our feelings, our emotions, just everything. Taking care of ourselves can be about going for a delicious latte, but it can also be about having a nourishing meal that energizes you and your body and going to bed early instead of binge-watching Netflix and going for a walk in nature even when you're tired and you feel like you don't have time. Self-care isn't always about lounging around and doing whatever you want. It's about taking care of yourself. Like you give a dang about your existence and your body and your life. Just taking care of yourself. So before we go out and buy a new yoga mat um, to celebrate our self-care, I want to break down some things that often get in the way of us actually taking care of ourselves. We're going to start with self-care from a place of self-worth. Now, just hang in here with me on this one. So in order to make self-care part of our life, we need to first believe that we are worthy of it. I know. Okay, just bear with me. So as women, so much of our time is in service to others. And this is something that we've been positively rewarded for over the years. So naturally, we want to keep doing it. And it's a beautiful thing. I ain't hating. There's a very beautiful part of us that is meant to, in some way, nourish and care for others. It's part of who we are as a species. And it's been actually proven to really dramatically impact our happiness and our health. I don't mean we need to all be parents or anything like that, but we naturally thrive as a human when we're caring for other people. But also, it's okay for us to take care of ourselves and our needs. In fact, when we don't, when we try to ignore our needs, our body and our emotional wellness, we can start to break down in some way. Like maybe it comes out in frustration or resentment or anger, or maybe it comes out in extreme exhaustion, hormonal imbalance, or being bloated, having sort of IBS or digestive issues, or something more dramatic like a thyroid disease. Traumatic's not the right word, but you know what I mean. When we don't hold space for self-care, for quite literally just taking care of ourselves, things have a way of unraveling for us. We experience burnout, exhaustion, overwhelm, and seriously just the inability to get out of our tights 
and our dirty clothes. Um, but in order for us to find space for caring for ourselves, we need to believe that we're worthy of it. If we don't believe in some level, on some level that we're worthy of taking time and space for ourselves, then no matter what we do, no matter how many times we go for a run or sleep late on Sunday or go for that delicious latte, we won't truly be taking care of ourselves. We'll just be like putting a Band-Aid on a broken limb. We got to believe that we're worthy of the time that it takes. This leads to the next thing, which is self-care is a personal thing. As I mentioned, we think that self-care, when we think of self-care, we often think about trips to the spa, getting a massage, or like sitting in a luxurious hot bubble bath with a glass of wine and a good book. And these things are not, not self-care, but they're not for everybody. Um, this is important to understand because what that means is we need to start defining what self-care means to us as an individual. We need to learn what it is that brings a sense of joy, rest, rejuvenation, etc., to our life, not what society or anyone else says. So it's a personal journey. It's, it's something that really feeds just us. For example, I've had one client who realized that self-care for her was to take like four hours on Saturday and clean her house top to bottom with nobody home, her jams playing in her earbuds, her partner brought the kids out of the house, and she just cleaned with her heart full until her house was tidy. This made her feel a sense of peace and allowed her to show up with energy that she felt good about for the rest of her days or week. Um, it was based totally on a deep value of her own. She felt more like herself when her house was clean. She actually liked the feeling that she got when she was cleaning as well, like she was getting things done. I get it. But I have a, another client whose self-care practice was to get out of the house immediately on Saturday morning and kind of just escape the mess. She spent the day on some kind of adventure with her family, and that was her jam. So these are weird examples, but the point is that it's personal. That means we need to spend some time getting curious about what brings us the feeling we desire. Do we feel, do you want to feel rejuvenated, rested, peaceful, calm, whatever it is? And then figure out what it is in your life that brings that experience out for you. Next point is it's not about the action, it's about the intention behind the action. And this is perhaps the most important thing to wrap our heads around because we can pretty much make anything an expression of self-care. Not everything, but a lot, okay? <laughs> so what we feed ourselves, our mindset around getting out of bed at a good time, taking time for a glass of water before our coffee, moving our body in a way that feels like it's what it truly needs, not pushing it, just actually checking in. Taking care of ourselves is personal and it's about shifting our mindset around simple actions that we can do every day. Yes, these are often just the essentials of being a human, but in the same way that we can choose to be grateful for our, all that we have, we can bring some self-care energy to simple moments and elevate them into something that feels like medicine for our soul. For example, taking that breath before you open the door. 
you know, it's been a long day, you've been at work, you're coming home, you, you know that it might be a little crazy, maybe the kids are running around nuts. Take a breath before you open the door. That's an expression of self-care. Sitting down for a gut-healthy meal, something that's really going to nourish your body, that's an expression of self-care. Going to bed early so you can wake up the next day with the energy and sense of vitality that you most desire, that is self-care. And taking a warm shower with the intention and the awareness set on the fact that this is a luxurious moment of self-care for you. Doing one juicy sun salutation each morning, self-care. It can literally be anything. It's just about the intention that we put around the action. So it's not about the action. It's about the intention behind the action. It can be anything. Next step is building trust back into your relationship with yourself. I know that I don't, this sounds weird. I didn't have a good title for it. So you just bear with me. But when we think about people we love or what it means to be loved and to love someone, inevitably thoughts of trust come up. We need to trust a person in order to truly feel safe and secure with them. In a loving relationship, trust is essential. We understand that. But do we think about that in context of ourselves? We build trust and learn to trust people by people being reliable and doing the things that they say they're going to do. But when it comes to ourselves, we are the first person we most often break trust with. We plan to eat better and then because maybe our cortisol rhythm is out of whack from not getting enough sleep and our leptin and grenadine hormones are trying to create more energy, we end up plowing a box of cookies. We tell ourselves we're going to bed early and then we binge watch Netflix for hours because it literally feels like the only time we have to ourselves to be a grown-up. We want to exercise more, but then we skip the walk in the woods because we feel too tired to go and like we just don't have time. And this just perpetuates that cycle of breaking trust. And to be honest, I totally get it. I mean, it seems easier to let ourselves down instead of the people in our lives. But over time, this affects our relationship with ourselves. And this behavior can slowly build up a story about ourselves that's built on distrust. We become the person who doesn't follow through and can't commit to things. The person who lives in constant service to others because in that dynamic, we get to live a role of being trustworthy. We get the reward of being praised and noticed. To start changing this dynamic, it can be incredibly helpful to start setting tiny goals in order to consistently show up for ourselves. And when I say tiny, friend, I mean super tiny. If this is a thing for you, I strongly suggest creating one small action that you will be able to commit to for at least a month or like hopefully forever. For example, Before you have your cup of coffee in the morning, you will first have one glass of water. Before coming into the house after work, you will take that deep belly breath and connect with that quiet moment. Before you have your first bite of dinner, you will say out loud to the people in your household one thing that you're grateful for from that day. Make them small like seriously small so that you can actually do them like for real because As you build the trust back into your relationship with yourself, you will start to understand that you are worthy of the time required for you to take care of yourself. The more you start to take care of 
yourself, the more you will start to love yourself, your life, and that will inevitably spill into having more love to give and share with the people in your life. Also, because our brain is built on a reward system, figure out a way for you to have a mini celebration every time you do do the thing. This can be just doing a little dance or simply saying something nice to yourself. But if you want to start making new habits, you need to work a reward system in. Next up is self-care is health care. As I mentioned earlier, pretty much everything we do in a day can be an expression of self-care, of taking care of ourselves. And not just on the emotional level, but actually creating the energy and health we desire. Not only is this great for us, but it also shows the people in our lives what it looks like to take care of themselves. For example, are you eating food that will cause us to experience digestive discomfort like bloating or heartburn or gas? Or are we making time to eat something that will energize us and actually nourish our body? Are we getting to bed at a time that will allow us to wake up with energy? Or are we staying up three hours later than we meant to But this inevitably ends in us feeling exhausted and short-tempered with the people we love in the morning and thus feeling worse about ourselves. This also leads to us craving simple carbohydrates and sugary and salty foods, none of which create sustained health or energy in our life. So do we have a plan to reduce stress in our life or are we compiling it into our body and mind so that we can't sleep at night and feel chronically stressed and anxious? Or do we take time daily to feel and express gratitude or take short walks in nature or do a guided stress release meditation for 10 minutes? Taking care of ourselves is essential for our health and it can be expressed in any number of small, simple ways, all of which support a healthier, happier you and allow you to live a life you love and love the people around you in a more honest and wholehearted way. When we don't love and prioritize ourselves, we are living in a deficit. There have been just too many withdrawals and not enough deposits. So building self-love practice, even if they feel silly to you or selfish or whatever it is, is how we gain a surplus of joy and abundance and clarity and the energy required to love fully and to express it fully. Last up is how can we put this into practice? And I always think that it always starts with getting curious. You'll probably hear me say that about everything. Exploring your ideas on self-care might be observing your thoughts that pop up when you think of someone who prioritizes themselves before the people in their lives. For many of my clients, there's a sense of sort of selfishness or a belief that Women who put themselves first are entitled or egocentric or just selfish, like as in, who do they think they are? Um, For others, there's a belief that we get our sense of worthiness by being in service to others. That's how we create our value. Now, as you explore your reaction and thoughts that come up when you challenge yourself with this, I like to use the work of Byron Katie. She has a few really simple questions that can start to reframe our thoughts on things. So examine as you, you know, are are challenging yourself on these questions. What are my beliefs around women who prioritize themselves above above other people? And and maybe that maybe a sense of 
oh, that's such a selfish thing comes up for you, examine if you know for sure that this is a true thing. Is it, are you absolutely 100% sure that that's true? And, and then examine how you're experiencing your life when you believe that, when you believe that women or people who take care of themselves and prioritize their needs above other people's is a selfish person. When you're believing that and living in that existence, how is that working for you? Then imagine what your life would be like without that belief. How would that show up? How would you live and experience life? And just explore that with that open sense of curiosity, no judgment. Um, let it, let those emotions come in. Let yourself really feel it and, and hold space for it. And then journal your thoughts and ideas and get curious about what in your life feels like true self-care. What actually makes you feel taken care of? That's it. What really makes you feel taken care of? And it's important to remember here that it's your job to take care of yourself. Of course, it's nice when other people do nice things. But ultimately, self-care is an expression of self-love. And this is a beautiful relationship to start building into your life. So how can you take care of yourself today? How can you love yourself today? Thank you so much for being here with me today. And please subscribe and leave a nice review wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm endlessly grateful for you. And I look forward to being in your earbuds next week. My beautiful, beautiful friend. Thank you.